broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters. 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Commish Wiley Withers. Coley Wyman. Sandro Arevalo. This is the Boozecast. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like to drink beer. Life is not a fairy tale. If you lose your shoe at midnight, you are drunk. <laughs> right on, everyone. Welcome in. This is a special freaking show we got going on here right now. This is the 100th draft of the Booze League. Come on. Here we go. Woo! We made it. Oh, yeah. It only took us 20 years to get here, but by God, yep. get here we did. So there is that. Um, thank you guys for uh, tuning into us, and thank you guys for sticking around. If you're just joining us on this journey, welcome to our 100th draft, and we hope to see you again at draft 200. Hell, we hope to see you again at draft 101. <laughs> Follow us online at boozeleague.com. You can find all of our past episodes. I do not recommend going all the way to the back to the beginning and finding us uh, there. They were not as good as they are now, I promise you. But uh, also find us on Instagram at Booze League, Twitter at Booze League, Facebook.com forward slash Booze League. Before we get to the business at hand, and we have a really good show, we have a banger of a show. You could even say. A banger of a show. A club banger, not just a banger. A club banger. It's got to be a club banger. A Vegas club banger um, even like this oh or shit. monaco hey, like what's the Whoa. highest level like a of banger lot of fist pumping <laughs> a, is it Ibiza? 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 Ibiza might club be an Ibiza club that's banger like right thousand, that's the thousands show <laughs> yeah we got to get there right like there's like anniversary there. levels right you start off with like uh wood or something and eventually you get to like <laughs> gold like six year olds you're a diamond so we're you always start out with wood <laughs> hey i'm more i just did my eighth What's that one? Is it like oh, is it like God. cotton or something stupid? I swear all of those no, are no, so weird. No, no, that's like number two. That's like number two. <laughs> so my my best friend Sarah always gets me the most bomb wedding uh, anniversary gifts every year. She, well, she gives them to Nick and I. So she does the research. I never know. Um, I have to think about what this year was because even though it was just a couple months ago, I can't remember. But when it comes to me at any point in the show, I'll just, you know, I'm raise my Google hand it. and I'm gonna Google say what it, it was. <laughs> Sandra's Tell on me because then I can I might remember the gift. I feel like an asshole, but I don't remember it right now. <laughs> well, either way, we are in a banger. Whatever we may find, decide it is by the end of the show uh, this week. And shout out real quick to Dan Bridges, who was on on the last draft, who... We'll get his audio on point, but one of our best beer friends forever. Cheers to you, Dan. Thank you so much for coming on and filling in when both me and Sandro cannot be here. And big shout out to the captain of Draft 99, our one and only Ice Cold Beer. Thank you. you I'm the captain now. So it's it's bronze, by the way. So there you go. Okay, so she... What the hell did she get me? I see, like, cups and, like, little monocles and, like, little jewelry knickknacks and shit. Like, some plaques. We are your anniversary oh, gift no. uh, podcast like, of record. I think bronze was last. Absolutely. I think bronze was last year. She got me 
it was like ceramic or something. So she got me these ceramic mugs and she got me like a Viking kind of mead stout thing. Ooh. Hello. It's behind me in my office of There you go. Beer and wine. <laughs> My office of beer and wine. Well, there you go. Um, nice. <laughs> but, uh, we do have a guest on uh, this particular draft as well <laughs> to join in. I, we'll find out what her uh, wedding anniversary is and maybe find out what, <laughs> what element it is. But uh, we do have to give a big round of applause and welcome in our guest for draft 100, Brittany Brohard. I didn't get that right that time, did I? Brewhard. What's up, Brit? Brittany Brewhard. You overthought it. I do. I totally overthink it. I'm like, there's so many vowels. You basically were like, bro hard. Like, he's out there riding her dirt bike, broing it up. But it's Brewhard. Well, somebody mentioned fist bumping, so I started thinking of bros, and off we go. But Brittany Brewhard, owner and brewer at Naughty Pine Brewing Company, Naughty Pine Brewing. Co.com uh, is where you can find mm-hmm. them online. Brittany, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys? You know, now that we're sitting we're here with beer, we're I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Just one day at a time <laughs> over here. <laughs> right. We're all just trying to survive. <laughs> Sandra earlier said he was barely alive. Well, Wiley well, asked me, Wiley's Wiley's like, are you alive? And I said, no. <laughs> just no. So, but I'm here. Yeah, no, it's not like here. T minus half hour to bedtime. <laughs> Well, uh, we're going to be doing some boozing, so it might uh, come a little bit uh, quicker. But uh, on that note, let's all get on to our beers of the day so we can really get this draft rolling. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and water. The beer of the day. So I have the pleasure of going first today, and we're talking about bangers. Take it to the hoop, Coley. I brought a... I brought a real banger today. So I am drinking Fragile Like a Bomb by 903 Brewers. And it's an Imperial Stout double oatmeal. Uh, This has a 4.3 on Untapped, so it's really highly rated. Damn, shit. And uh, the ABV, I'm going to need to like share this with Nick, I think, or I'm going to be fucking silly. It's (laughs) 16.4%. Just 16.4%? Just, yeah. I mean, thank God it's only a 16-ounce can, for Christ's sake. Holy so, hell. Um, yeah, I know. So I was very excited about this. So this is in honor of the late Supreme Court Justice RBG. We brewed a beer that embodies all her strength. Our Imperial Oatmeal Stout is a big and bold one with a note of soft malted chocolate, creamy vanilla, roasted coffee, and toasted oats. Additions of whiskey-soaked coffee beans amplify the beer's dark chocolate maltiness, resonating with hints of bitterness, vanilla, caramelized sugar, and oak. Fragile Like a Bomb is small but mighty release, celebrating a woman whose legacy will live on forever, teaching all women to be not fragile like a flower, fragile like a bomb. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that, I like that. How's that tasting? Wow. Uh, it's... Not fragile. Strong. That, that, I think that, I'm growing hair on my chest. Was not so fragile. <laughs> wow. No, it wasn't fragile. It's 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 a heavy hitter. Nice. Um, I will say, I mean, I do get like the coffee. I do get the vanilla and a lot of like dark chocolate. Um, it's actually kind of thin, in my opinion, wow. for a stout with that much ABV. Yeah. Huh. Um. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm only going to drink about this much and try to save the rest for Nick because I am going to be 
fucked up. Just wasted white girl wasted. Um, this is great though, and um, I'm excited to actually try this. It's been in my fridge for a little while. I got it courtesy of Tavor, and it says it pairs well with beef mole f- and fudge. Never had beef mole. I've had chicken mole a lot, but never had beef mole. I've never had that either. Huh. But yeah, in memoriam of RBG. Had plenty of fudge though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. All right. Yeah, on that note, Sandra, why don't you tell us what you're drinking? Well, let's see What do you got here. your mouth on there, it's bud? It's a tough call. Fudge. <laughs> yeah, no shit, dude. It's a tough call. I'm kind of going in the same direction. I've got the uh, this year's Stone Chocavese, the, the Tres Leches. So this is their Imperial oh, Stout. Oh, I've been dying to try that. Yeah, me too. I heard So I heard not so good things about the normal Chocavese this year. I heard it was really thin because I was going to go with that. And I'm really glad that I got like... Um, little insight on it but i heard this one was actually pretty good i haven't tried it yet so i'm gonna give it a whirl here but um 8.5 percent abv um 40 ibus and the the rating's 3.92 coley so it's not as much of a banger as yours but it's up there you know it's 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 getting there it's it's there you know it's not a it's not a four but um you know it's i wanted to try something different I wanted to put, I was almost going to do, I picked up a bottle of a Sticky Monkey 2016. Almost was going to do that, but I think I did something like that not too long ago. I did like the 2018, like a couple drafts. You went on, you went on a bit of a, a roll Maybe. of heavy hitting yeah. uh, Firestone beers for a while. That, it happens. Uh, okay, so here's a little bit what the brewery wants you to know. The um, Chocobase of Tres Leches combines the inspiration of Oaxacan hot chocolate, Tres Leches, treats, in an imperial stout that's smooth, creamy, intensely indulgent. Um, let's see, it's, uh, it's, it says it's made from all of the good about the holidays. Chocobase with chocolate, coffee, pasilla peppers, vanilla, cinnamon, nutmeg. And, um, you know, when you pop it, this is pop of the can, but there's a bottle. Um, <laughs> the aroma's intense. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, the aroma's yeah, it's pretty good. It smells like a little raisiny almost. Uh, cinnamon spices it up the lingering coffee, caramel and sweet notes of vanilla, and uh, I mean this just goes on and on. This is like one of the longer like things on here that I've ever seen. Uh, I'm just gonna like kind of fast forward here. I'm very what? excited about it. <laughs> I'm excited about it too. I'm sorry. Um, did you say sweet yeah, nuts? Yeah, basically it's like. Uh, no, I did not. Oh, damn. <laughs> but no, this is this like a long, super long fucking introduction for this beer. Like, I swear it's like one of the longest ones. I'm going to just skip down to the bottom. It's okay. Like a slice yeah. of Grandma's Tres Leches cake and a sip of Oaxacan hot chocolate, the result is creamy, intensely flavorful, and silky smooth. So let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah. No, that doesn't suck. Oh, and th- yeah, the cinnamon's, like, pretty toasty on the back end there. Like, definitely warms up the back of my throat. Um, but, I, oh, yeah, I can get into that. That's good. That's, that's bomb. So, yeah, stoked oh, on does that. it? That's great. My chest is still on fire, like, by the way. Every sip that I take, I'm like, uh. I beg your pardon? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me more about your chest. Yeah, what do you um, got there, Brittany? Uh, I'm drinking Silva Brewing's American Red Ale. A little bit about what I'm reading from online. Rhinestone red and chestnut hues come from a rich British crystal malt, which contributes caramel malt flavors. Hot flavor and bitterness from Simcoe and Nugget hop in the boil emerges in the midst of the caramel flavors, while dry hopping from both hops provides aromatic complexity and perceived dryness in the finish. And it's 45 IBU, 6.5%. Um, 
alcohol. does not drink like six and a half percent. I mean, it it's really it's definitely sweet from the honey malt, but the hot bitterness and the flavor and the aroma cut through perfectly. Nice, so, sounds great. Pretty Soda's good. awesome. Couldn't Whoa. have my uh, Wiley's favorite on here, so. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty cool. My, though. My, my, I left my rye. I left my rye in, in the beer fridge uh, at work. So so good. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I, I've, but, I've visited. Yeah. No, go ahead, it's, Sancho. I was just say it's it's cool that you like tried and featured something else other than what you got going on. I know we'll like get into that whole thing like um, with Naughty Pine Brewing, but is Silva something that is like kind of one of your go tos? Is where does that? Where, where, how is that decision? I. Yeah, I adore uh, Chuck and MJ at Silva. I met them a couple years ago when I did a, a speech at the conference, the NBA conference in Paso. And he came up to me afterwards, and at the time he had a female, like, seller woman there and, and said, you know, please swing by, try the beers, meet this girl. Like, I want her to see where her path could lead, whatever. So I went down, and all the beers were so good. Um, and one of my old assistant brewers from my days at Ennegrin is now working at Firestone and, and I, th- I think does some stuff with Silva too. I'm not, I'm, don't quote me on that. So when he was there last, he texted me, he's like, what can I bring you? And I was like, well, Pilsner and Amber Ale. Nice. I mean, That's dope. There you go. That's a good little connection right there. That's sick. All Big right. Wiles, so what do you got is, going on there, buddy? my turn? My turn to yes, bring sir. in what I'm bringing in. It's finally in. your turn. So I believe that uh, we started the booze cast back in 2017. I know you guys weren't on it yet, but I believe that's when we had our first uh, episodes of the booze cast. So I ended up getting out the Firestone 21st anniversary ale from 2017. I thought that would be appropriate. Look at you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, well, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go for it. Cause, I mean, she's and you're been drinking that whole having... thing tonight. <laughs> well, it, luckily, it's is one it of the smaller one? bottles. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. it's not, gotcha. not right. the full size. Over already. I'm looking at a 16 right year. now, and it's the big one. Yeah, I'm looking at a 16 right now. Yeah, so, I think it's yep, the first yep. year they, they dropped down to a smaller size. So gotcha. um, this is a, uh, what do they call it? A strong ale, an American strong ale at 8 point, oh, sorry, 11.8. ABV alcohol 28 IBUs. <laughs> this is what they have to say about it. Uh, your your friends up there in Firestone land. This year's anniversary beer is a magical blend of five components. Chocolatey, mild of velvet merkin takes the lead, setting the stage full of lush malt and barrel-driven texture, yet tempered alcohol strength. I'll find that out in a few. The rest of the components <laughs> fall perfectly in line, backing Velvet Merkin up with luscious caramel complexity and a creamy malt symphony. The final component adds a new twist, the rum barrel soaked and lean Dorado, which was an amazing beer on its own. Oh, I missed that record. one. Yeah, right. it was light colored, right? Like a yeah. Yeah, it it was golden. Blonde barley wine. Yeah, it was just yeah. But uh, Dorado makes its anniversary debut, bringing a fresh splash of island spice to a ridiculously balanced barrel-aged brew. So, um, yeah. What, what do we got here on the old, uh, the untapped? So, looks like it is a 4.32. Whoa. On the untapped. Hello. Uh-oh. Damn. So, what was mine? Got some heavy hitters over here. Nice. <clears throat> mine was a 4.3. Damn. Damn, you got oh, me. Just by like 0.02. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. man. It's just kind of like your fantasy this week, right? Your fantasy league this season oh, this week. Ouch. <laughs> ouch, oh, ouch. Ouch, dude. Shots fired. Why you gotta be like that? So rude. That's what people yeah, come to expect. Friends. People that listen come to expect that stuff, Coley. There's got to be that kind of thing, right? You got to go back and forth. Dude, this is, um, I'm not going to go into not like. to the ma- girl who's won three games all year. Then it's just punishment and bullying. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That's a huge oh, but you're winning at life, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just winning at fantasy. Thank you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Oh, All right, I'm just gonna say that's amazing, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna continue to, to sip on that. And I apologize in advance if I get a little buzzed up by the end of the show. But I'm also not can sorry. I, can I say something really fast before yeah. we move on to my uh, article about how seltzer is? fading the fad is fading yeah so last night i went to a a hanukkah dinner at a family friend's house they actually lived down the street from me and um it was the last night of hanukkah so they had my mom and nick and i over and um they have three kids and the oldest son is really into beer too so he and i talk all the time and stuff and we've known each other since we were kids so um i was like oh you know i'll bring like a couple nice beers over whatever and i brought the tequila merkin Ooh. I bought, so I bought it on the side, not realizing that it was coming in one of my packs. So I still have one and it was so good. You guys, you, it was in the tequila, like the perfect amount of time because you, it didn't taste like tequila. Nice. Damn. It just had that like warming alcohol flavor, but not like heavy tequila. It was so awesome. And it comes in the pack Wiley. So I really recommend you try that one. In this cooler weather we're having, it is yeah, delicious. A, I have not Which tried that. Pack, that is, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I haven't, haven't done that it one. It might be in the anniversary one, the one that's more of like a box with a handle. It looks like a Happy Meal. Got it. Is it the three-pack okay. thing? Or is that is that a club thing then? Or Yeah, okay, it's cool. part of the gotcha. membership. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah, Which I was actually... you guys I renewed? Yeah, you did. You did. I, I hadn't did, decided yeah. if I'm renewing yet. I'm kind of on Greg the fence. Greg said oh, no. Man. Greg said he was over it, but then I think you yeah. guys were going to renew. Yeah, I oh I did that same day. I was like, "Fuck it, six hundred twenty-eight dollars, sign me <laughs> yeah. up." There you go. Technically, oh. it's a write-off. Oh, there's a puppy so. on camera. Sorry, I'm distracted. Oh. What's that, puppy Ralph? The golden doodle. Say hi, Ralph. Yeah. That's super cute. Oh my god, that dog's amazing. It is super cute. We'd also like dogs. to take not only it's welcome Brittany onto the hundredth uh, draft, but also welcome <laughs> her new puppy, Ralph. Ralph. The golden what doodle. Dog, Ralph. Ralph. Who's super hanging cute. on with all of us? So. This is the booze cast. So, guys, let's talk about the millions of cases of truly uh, thrown out as hard seltzer fad fades. Oh, Oh, I hadn't heard that stuff's been thrown out. Holy hell. Okay. Yeah. So it says we were very aggressive about adding capacity, adding inventory, and frankly, we overbought, said Boston Beer Chairman Jim (laughs) Cox. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, Boston Beer Chairman told CNBC on Friday that the company decided to throw away an express supply of truly hard seltzer instead of discounting it in response to category-wide sales slowdown. We were very aggressive about adding capacity, adding inventory, buying raw materials like cans and flavors, and frankly, we overbought, said uh, Coach Cock. I don't even know. Whatever. Jim. We'll call him Jim. Good old Jim. Who who also founded um, Samuel Adams' parent said in an interview on Closing Bell, and when the growth stopped, we had more of all of those things than we were going to be able to use because there is a shelf life. 
We want truly to have that fresh, bright taste, so we're going to crush millions of cases of product before it goes stale, he said, offering an explanation for the company's third quarter earnings miss. Ouch. Bam! All that shit's so expensive, like, especially with the aluminum shortage. How many other companies didn't get to, like, can their shit because they bought it all? You know what I mean? That's horrible. I agree. It's super shitty. So I guess Boston Beer Company reported an unexpected loss of $4.76 per share after Thursday's market close, although a revenue of $561.6 million topped projections of $531.5 million, according to Street Account. The company's bottom line was hurt by a $102.4 million in direct cost related to the hard seltzer slump, as well as $30.6 million in indirect costs. Both figures are before the related tax benefit, according to the financial release. Hmm. And, you know, I just want to say I went to a baby shower last month and all they had to drink was like Coors Light or Truly Seltzers. And I was very torn, but Truly is at least craft by Boston Beer Company. Hmm. So I, they have like holiday pack flavors. Well, like mistletoe or something? Was it just a straight seltzer or was it one of the juice or tea ones? Because those ones have stevia in it and they taste like a diet, just gross, just just Um, disgusting. They had... They had like a tr- some tropical weird yeah, ones. Yeah, no, like I they're can't like do blue. those. No, maybe uh-uh. they were lemonades. Yeah, actually, like, they might have had lemonades. Oh, rather drink a but Kurzweil. the holiday pack had like a like a red spiced sangria, hmm. and I um I couldn't get behind it. That's yeah. what I wanted to say. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really right. couldn't. So um, at least yeah, they anyway. tried to do holiday stuff, right? I mean, I yeah, they tried, but. They all do. Like I Bud Light know. tried to they do a tried. peppermint, a peppermint seltzer last year, and it just died <sighs> on the vine, dude. I was like, who the fuck's gonna drink that, dude? Well, they did a couple other holiday ones, like for uh, like fall and Thanksgiving, because I, in talking to our friends at the Craft Beer Republic, uh, I think Beer Girl Melissa on the Instagram sent Flex some, and he had to drink them as like a bet, and he said they were awful. Wow, there we go. Spoiler seltzer, alert. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Constellation Brands have also taken a bath. Uh, they took a 66 million obsolescence charge related to excess hard seltzer inventory in their uh, quarter ending August 31st. Um, so that affected them. Their I guess Constellation's Corona hard seltzer debuted last year, as did rivaling rival offerings from Molson Coors, Anheuser Busch. Um, in Bev Bush, and new brands have also launched, such as uh, Anheuser Busch Cacti Bush. Agave uh, Spice. Yeah, that was the, the Cactus Jack shit that came out. That was disgusting. Oh, I haven't even heard of it, so I'm glad. Yeah, it's not good. So clearly, you know, the hard seltzer category is like a crazy gold rush, and they expect it to clean up and evolve. Uh, I guess they're saying it's going to evolve similar to like that of energy drinks. Sure. Which is really disgusting. I can't imagine like a hard energy drink seltzer thing. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't know. It's just like they plateau so hard. And then the thing is, everyone jumps in on that. And then it's just kind of, you know, I don't know. I mean, everyone, it's just the market gets over flooded with them. Right. And then people have so many choices. I was drinking these high noons because they don't have, they're basically seltzers, but they're with vodka. They don't have the malt liquor. And they make you feel mm-hmm. way better. If you're going to drink some bullshit like that, like the vodka ones are at least vodka. The malt liquor is just, That's just good. gross. Yeah. The high new ones, th- you th- they're really good, actually. I, you know, so I don't know if you're into that kind of stuff. Britt, are, are you into uh, seltzers? No. No. 
That is the right answer. That's a good answer. I am not. (laughs) I'm known for, I'm known for being very opinionated about seltzers. There you go. But I have tried quite a few. I, I genuinely don't like them. And they do like screw you up real quick. And then the hangovers are just horrid. There's no yeah. uh, naughty pine seltzer coming out then in the market. Yeah. Sadly, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sadly. I don't know about sadly. Sure you know <laughs> I tried to, uh, I really tried to get into that Topo Chico that you like there, Sancho. And I, I just, everyone I've tried and I literally, no, I just, I, there's something about the seltzers that are out right now. Again, aside from the Bud Light one, the one Bud Light Lime seltzer that I tried, that I was like, okay. But I have like five uh, raspberry White Claws. I was trying to be healthy. I'm like, well, they're only how many calories I'm going to get. Yeah. You know, yep. I'm going to buy some I seltzers. I try to do the same thing, dude. <laughs> and they're just sitting Instead there. Instead of just not drinking. No, you can't not drink. drink I drank a drink. quarter of it and I was done. <laughs> I'm like, this is terrible. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, why, I I, like Sandra said, they've kind of plateaued. Everybody jumped on the bandwagon, and pretty soon it's going to be like Zima, and it's going to fade out, and they're going to bring it back, like, you know, 15 years later, and we're going to be like, oh, my God, seltzers <laughs> again, and then it's going to be seasonal, and then we're never going to see them again. It's time to go pro with your bad habit. Booze League Radio. Brittany, uh, you know, we have, a, we have a tradition that when anyone new comes on the show... That we get to hear their the greatest drunk story that they'd never told on the show before. And being that, you know, this is your first time on the show. <laughs> oh god. We get to hear a drunk story. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and play the uh, the intro, but uh, then we get to hear your uh, greatest drunk story. The greatest drunk story that you've never told. From throwing up to passing out to peeing in the snow. Raise your glass and take a drink, because here we go. It's the greatest drunk story that you've never told. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Brittany is thrilled to share this with us. <laughs> She's looking fired up. About I mean, it. I have like my top three, so there you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll pick the one that's like, you know. Pick the greatest. PG thirteen <laughs> rated, PG-13. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God, no. One of my greatest drunk stories is uh, actually up at Loggerville, Fig Mountain, Buellton, a couple years ago. We took the entire crew. We had a couple, I think, Sellerman salespeople. Two out of my three bosses were up there. And we all got very, very saucy between Loggerville and then walk here on all the bars. Like, you're not driving and you're up there for one night where a bunch, it was like parents night out, basically like parents gone wild. And <laughs> we're, we're walking through a parking lot. I see this really nice bush. I'm like, God, that looks like a fluffy bush. And my friend Carla looks at me, she goes, Brittany, go jump on the bush. I was like, I'm going to jump on it and bounce over it. So I took off running across the p- parking lot, leaped up, jumped into the bush, but there was no bush. It was like one twig and a bunch of leaves and then kerplop. And I went all the way down into the ground behind the bush. I completely disappeared. Like borderline broke my butt. <laughs> like I couldn't walk the next morning when I woke oh. up and I got home and I had a raspberry like the size of a softball on my one cheek. Damn. <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, it's not a bush. It's not a bush. Everyone from behind said I was just there and then I was gone and I disappeared. I was like. Well, it looked like a comfy bush. 
and I wanted a break. I was tired. <laughs> you got a Did your break. friend you like come over and help you out of it or what? <laughs> no, she couldn't stop laughing. She couldn't even like catch her breath long enough to help me get up. I was like, okay, <laughs> whatever. I'm sure was like a moment the- of silence after you jumped into the bush and like you just disappeared and everyone like stood there for a moment yeah. and went, whoa, like where'd she go? What just happened? Yeah, yeah, everyone went a little silent and then Kyle goes, uh, Brittany disappeared in the bush. Dude, I'm sure the landscapers that like that week afterwards were like, what happened here? What is, what's going there on had here? To been, there had to have been a hole. I had to have broken the last few twigs that were oh, inside the bush. Oh. <laughs> it didn't catch me. That's all I know. It was supposed to catch me. I've had those moments where you're like, you're like that, that just sounds like such a good idea at the time. And once you do it, you're like, fuck, what did I do? Like, what is going no. on here? That was like, a terrible <laughs> idea. No. That's my it's worst like, injury, injury drunk, at gotcha. least. Nice. It's like that Thomas the Train meme. And it's like, you look in the mirror, Thomas has never seen such a mess. Yeah, right? Oh my <laughs> like gosh. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how it was. Yeah. yeah. Nice. There you go. That's a great story. Thank you for sharing that. That was, that was an okay laugh. one. Yeah. Yeah. Been locked in a, a brew kettle and cool. soaked with what? water. Oh and my God. I've passed out halfway between a bathroom and a bedroom once and had a dog. Yeah. Just, yeah. Wow. You know, you can't bring we those all have up our without, stories. without like we expanding do. on those. I mean, <laughs> we don't need the full version. Give us the cliff notes <laughs> of how you. Uh, long story short, myself. One of our bartenders and Chris got locked inside of the brew kettle oh. after an entire night of party busting with the staff for Christmas. And someone thought it would be a good idea to turn the brew house on and blast the cold liquor tank water inside the kettle. What? And you were locked inside? That sounds- I thought somebody was puking on me. I started freaking out. I, th- I literally, because I felt it from behind first. And I was like, one of these guys cannot hold their damn liquor and they're puking on me. So, oh my God, yeah, dude. no, it, it, it didn't end it well. Sounds like some Silence of um, the Lamb shit or something, dude. Like being locked in one of those things, I'd be freaking out, dude. <laughs> It's a little freaky. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Somewhere dude. in the no. brew house, there's, there's like jigsaw going, you'll be stuck in that tank until you can find a way yeah, out. Right. You got to gnaw your arm oh, yeah. off in order to get out. That's like. what I was just going to say. Chew your arm off so you can get out. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Fuck. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, it's yeah. okay. Don't be embarrassed. People on here have heard me, like my stories where I've literally like peed and it on the floor as I'm throwing up and it's come out through the bottom of the bathroom oh, door uh, through the okay. tile. Well, that, that's my half in the bedroom, half in the bathroom. I woke See? up and... There yep. you go. Holy yeah. pissed my pants. My husband yeah. left me there because he thought it was freaking hilarious. So I was like, thanks, babe. Couldn't yeah. have like undressed me, cleaned me up, cleaned me up, put me on the comfy bed. No, you left me face down <laughs> on the cold floor covered in my own piss. Thanks. <laughs> That's love. You know, it's like honest, I would have done it to him though too. One of the worst things though is that when you're asked out and you're like asleep on a cold floor, like you don't realize how much that hurts your body. Like the next day, dude. Like the parts where you're no. on the ground just hurt mm-hmm. so bad the next day. Your you're hip like, bones what? and your knees. Yeah, not good, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're out because you're so yeah. drunk. You're just dead weight. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. When yeah. I feel like you're like when you're passed out, like drunk. Your body's a lot more like pliable. So you like kind of mm-hmm. sink. There's more parts of your body. I feel that touches the floor when you're hammered because oh yeah. you're like, so like, just like, like yeah. a lot, not relaxed, but you're just like slumping, yep. you know, uh, yeah. I feel yeah, like there's a whole there. lot more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot more. It's going to be sore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> 
Cheers, Brit. Th- thank you for yeah. sharing yeah, that. That's I know good. It's, uh... It makes me feel better about myself. We've honestly, all had our so. moments, right? Yeah, no, you're oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one. Have we? We've yeah. all had our rock bottom stories too. Oh, I'm sure. Gosh, yes. Yeah. Booze League Radio. Are you guys uh, ready to get into some news over here? Let's do it. Oh, gosh. If it's anything like our last story about scrotal necrosis, I am more than ready. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Sadly, no snakes biting balls in this particular uh, news story uh, roundup. But um, this actually, there's a lot of uh, good feeling uh, type news stories oh. in this particular round. Okay. So um, let's just uh, get right into it. I'm here for it. Are you guys uh, fans of uh, Adele? Yes. Go easy yeah, like on me. Yeah, she's got a good voice. <laughs> Did you guys watch uh, the special? No. No, I missed no. it. No. It was I, mean, I wouldn't have watched it anyways, but no. A lot of people uh, watched it and <laughs> liked it. Cool. I knew it was happening. I'm just, I just don't, it's not something I'm well, yeah, not my, it's not my thing. Not my thing, but. It's all good. Someone's thing. Seth Rogen was there, and uh, Seth Rogen says he was blindsided. By the treatment he got at Adele's one night only special that just, uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago, I think that was on. It's like on NBC or some shit, yeah, or CBS or yep. well, something, something, like something, like something like that. Something like yeah. that, yeah. We don't get paid by either one of them, so it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so we're not going to talk about them, so <laughs> suck on that. <laughs> um, so Rogan, uh, Seth Rogan was recently on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and he discussed attending Adele's one night only special. Rogan was heavily featured in this special. If you guys didn't watch, he was sitting in the front row and the camera actually cut to him often. Rogan attended the concert under the impression that it was a small, intimate performance. He had no idea it was a televised special being hosted by Oprah. As such, Rogan and his wife were very, very high. <laughs> oh dear that's awesome so he gets there and uh this is according to rogan uh telling the story on the tonight show he says i had no idea i was attending the taping of an adele television special at all and then me and my wife found out they were and we're like okay maybe we can slink into the background you know like we'll sit in the back row and it's fine we are not equipped mentally to be doing this right now we go up to the desk, they give us our tickets, and our seat numbers are literally 1A and 1B. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> it doesn't get any bigger. Rogan continues, the whole time I just tried to look cool, which is not a healthy thought to have. And for me at Adele, it, it was hard for me to look cool because I'm uncomfortable. I'm too close. I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio behind me was thinking like, did Seth Rogan write Rolling in the Deep? Is that why he's so close? <laughs> nice. It turns out another twist of the story is that uh, Seth Rogen doesn't even know Adele. They, they've never met. They, they don't know each other. Okay. And he says he's not sure be. why he was seated in front of celebrities like Drake and Leo. <laughs> but she must be a big fan. Uh, maybe so, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe like he got. She thought she was doing him a a solid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it maybe. Turns out. She's like, oh, I've never met him. He's a huge fan. Let's seat him and his wife in front. This is great. <laughs> That's awesome. Maybe so. And then he shows like, up and everyone's like, 
right over there, there's some people smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> so he admitted that many of his friends reached out to congratulate him and his girlfriend for their memorable performance uh, during the concert. He says, everyone I know watched it. I think it's the most popular thing I've ever been in my entire life. Like, there's people I know who have not watched any of my last five movies who have been texting me like, you were amazing at the Adele concert. It looked incredible. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously he pulled it off and it was fine. But um, I feel like Seth Rogen just like, when he's Seth Rogen and he's acting a little high, you're probably like, yeah, Seth Rogen. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Or uh, I love his Dirty Randy character on the league. Like, I don't know if you guys haven't oh, seen that in a while, but Dirty Randy. Yes. Is, <laughs> he's fu- oh I mean, he's a funny guy, but what the fuck, man? Yeah, that's must have been, uh, I can just picture him just being super blazed and being like, what's going on here? Like, Well, and then you're mm-hmm. high and you're overthinking it, yeah. right? You're like. Oh, uh, that's when the paranoia sets in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen Adele on weed. Yeah. I mean, if I were, I, I would be, so. I'm sure it was amazing. <laughs> so here's your second uh, feel-good story of this news cycle. It's it's Christmas, so of course we got to have a lot of uh, good uh, feeling uh, news nice. stories like here that. in the mix. I like that. High school team lands a FaceTime with the Buccaneers after messaging the wrong number. Did you guys see this story? No. No. Uh-uh. This comes from Pontiac, Michigan. The freshman boys basketball team at Notre Dame Preparatory School started with a group text with each other for the season. One of the players typed in the wrong digit for one of his teammates as he's typing in all the numbers. Turns out the person whose number that ended up being was Sean Murphy Bunting, Tampa Bay Buccaneers cornerback, who happened to grow up in Michigan and still has a Michigan number. So he replied to the text says, hey, do you mean to add me to this group? And everyone's like, yeah, if this is so-and-so, whoever they were trying to make it. And he's like, uh, yeah, no, this is Sean. Uh, you, do you know who I am? After some back and forth and them not believing, he sent them he sent them a picture like a selfie in front of his locker in the Buccaneers locker room. What? And then he FaceTimed them. So he did that. And everyone's like, oh, my God, like you're literally a Buccaneer. <laughs> and a bunch of the other uh, Buccaneers team jumped on to say hello. Leonard Fournette came on. He gave him a tour of the locker room. Uh, Mike Evans jumped on to say hello. Rob Gronkowski, Richard Sherman, they all came on Damn. and be like, hey, what's up, guys? And so they're all like losing their mind over this. And they're like, wait, what about the goat? Is Tom Brady there? Can he say, you know, <laughs> what's up? So Brady was in a meeting at the time, uh, but sure. Fournette stayed on the phone for 10 minutes talking to him, waiting for Brady to finish the meeting. So then Brady jumped on, was like, what's up, fellas? And then talked to him for a while. Damn. Yeah, dude. So after Holy that, uh, the call in shortly after, uh, Sean Murphy Bunting hopped back on to say goodbye and said, hey, you all ball out this season. So Brady was on ESPN a few days after the call, and uh, they asked him about it, and he's like, that was sweet. I didn't know who it was. Fournette said, hey, here's my boy or whatever. And I jumped on and it was nice. <laughs> it would have been nice for me had uh, I been in high school for that to happen to me too. So That's so rad. All Super the feels. Random. Yeah, it's funny. Like um, Tom Brady is like actually everyone hates him, but. I don't hate him. Now that he's not a like a patriot, he's kind of a good guy. I've, li- I've right? liked him a lot like more this. since he isn't a patriot. I feel like I've gotten to know him a little bit better. 
Yeah, right. I think, and I, it might be just uh, the dynamic of what the Patriots and the the Belichick team is, but um, yeah. I feel like he's more. I don't know. Yeah, you can just, he's a person. He's a person. Wiley, yeah. let's be honest. It's because when he won and he's thrown the trophy and he's all fucked up on the yacht. That's he when you really hammered, had an affinity bro. for like him. Robert Kraschowski <laughs> helping him, helping him walk yeah. up and down the dock. Oh, yeah. Dude, he looked. Fucked up, man. No, like it was, was yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. It was Tom Brady's shell. It was awesome. His mind was it was just all like goofy, like, like <laughs> it was so cool. If we ever have him on the show, that's the greatest drug story go. that he's gonna tell. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I hope so. That would be two hundred so anniversary. Work. Actually, if that happened in public, I bet he's got better drunk stories. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> All right, how do you guys feel about scotch? <clears throat> I personally am a fan. What about you guys? I like scotch. Uh, no. no, I mean... I'll, I am not a fan. Not a fan. I will I will appreciate it if that's what we're doing. Like, say we all had a nice dinner together, and you're like, hey, I want you guys to have this, a little sip of this. I would totally drink it, totally enjoy it. But I'm not like, I need to go get some scotch, like, or please, when I go to the bar, I'll take a scotch. I, I've never scotch. said that, ever. In my scotch. Whole life. I, uh, scotch. Scotch. <laughs> I scotch is like one of those things that I will keep trying because like even with foods I don't like if I keep trying them all of a sudden I like them like I don't know like uni I hated uni and I just kept ordering it and kept making myself like choke it down I'd gag and then all of a sudden I don't gag anymore and I actually like it but scotch man it just to me it tastes so like iodine smells and I just I can't (laughs) Okay, I actually described my first uni experience the way I had tears streaming down my face and I was gagging to get it down that it literally was like giving a bad blowjob. So oh that's funny goodness. that you say that. That's hilarious. Oh, no, not that. <gasps> blowjob. There it is. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Blowjobs on Anywho, weed are good too. I don't, like, if scotch, I don't like it too peaty. I just, I have a really hard time with scotch. Yeah, I can't I do the one, the one that tastes it. like Band-Aids, I can't do. Like, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was like. like I got my favorites, but, and they're like not the ones that taste like I was like 22, 23, and me and a buddy at the time kind of had a scotch phase for like a hot minute. It was like a year. And I tried some of the Lowlands, some, you know, I like the Balvenie was pretty good too, but like, no. Mm, not, that's not, one of my faves. Balvenie is awesome. Eh, you know? So um, there was a recent, uh, well, a recent published um, some data uh, compiled by the Spirits Business Magazine that revealed the 20 most popular Scotch whiskey brands in the world for this year. It's ranked by the number of cases sold. So let's see uh, who did well. Now, there are some conditions to note on this uh, particular list. There's a lot of pandemic-related disruptions to bars and restaurants, of course, as we all know. There's also a trade war that we covered a little bit in some of the news stories, but there's a trade war that increased tariffs on exports to the U.S. From <laughs> Cole, are you okay? What was that? Yeah. <laughs> is that beer kicking your ass? It is. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm... <laughs> so, um, yeah, there were some tariffs. Um, to take note of, uh, exports were down, um, uh, regarding scotch 23%, which is a drop of $1.5 billion in Whoa. scotch that did not make it to the U S or rather took the profits out of people sending scotch here, I should say, but tariffs have been temporarily rescinded. Bar businesses are reopening. So numbers are expected to rebound. So let's talk about the most popular whiskey brands, Scotch whiskey brands, in the world. Um, 
Do you guys have a guess as to what number one would be? Uh, Glenn Livett? Glenn Livett is not Glenn Livett. The Glenn Livett is number 20 with 1.2 million cases. No clue, bro. There's another Glenn one. Glenn Morangi? No. Uh, no, not in the top 20. There is a Glenn Morangi, but it's not in the top 20. There's a Glenn Fittich, also at 1.2. Glenn 1. Fittich. No, mm, also Glenn Fittich. Yeah, that's the one Fittich. you're thinking of. Uh, Cuddy Sark? Nope. That's like so old. I feel like super old just even saying that. Yeah, I know. Like, not uh, in there. Sandra, you sound super old saying that, just for the uh, thank record. Thank you. I appreciate you're welcome. it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm mature. Yeah, you are, for sure. <laughs> also not in here, which is kind of a bummer, uh, the Balvani. One of my faves. One of Britney's faves. Yeah, yeah. Not oh, in this top one. Well, clearly we don't know. So clearly not. Please yeah. spill wisdom all over us. All right, so I'm going to, uh, let's see, let's look in the, from, <laughs> ten, whoa. Crack the egg of knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta crack you that go. egg of knowledge. You're, you you're about to make it. an omelet. You're going to make an omelet. <laughs> a Danver omelet. <laughs> John Danver's full of shit, huh? man. <laughs> I wish I still had that on the uh, on the old board here, man. That's a, that was a good one. Uh, that was a good that's one. one of my faves. <clears throat> Do I not have it? No, no, no. Don't have it. Doggone it! I'm gonna have to add it. Son of a bitch! All right. Anyways, so of note between ten and twenty, uh, obviously Glenn Livett, Glenn Fittich, Buchanan's. I don't know if you guys know of that one. Bells, White Horse. I've never even heard any. No, mm-hmm. no. I've heard of Buchanan's. So I, just, I, just, I haven't drinking <clears throat> scotch in a while. So let's start at number 10. J&B. You guys know J&B, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. J&B sold 2.3 million cases uh, in the past year. Good God. Doers is number nine. Label five, oh. which I've never heard oh, of. Oh, Duars. Du- is it Duars? Did I, did I get that wrong? <laughs> did I, did, was I putting the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable? It was... <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like Britney's uh, last name. <laughs> Look, just I'll kidding. freely admit, I'm, I'm just horrible. I'm getting drunk, and I'm just now I'm just being mean. I'm drunk just being lippy. I love no, it. I'm, yeah, just I'm, mal- I'm real this mouthy awesome. right now. You're just yeah. cracking eggs, man. You're just cracking eggs over there. <laughs> uh, number eight was label five. Oh number seven, William Peel. Never even heard of that one. Uh, oh, it's, black it's, and white. Uh, Key and Peel's brother. Oh, right, right. Oh, Bill Peel, that guy. Jordan Peel's. Yeah, Jordan Peel's brother, Bill Peel. Oh, my God. And Black and White was number six. It gets a little more uh, as the, the, the top five. You, you know, Shivas Regal. Obviously, we all know okay, that one. Yeah, yeah, there we it's go. I've drinking that a few times. 3.2 million cases were sold. William Lawson's at 3.3 million. Grant's, 3.6. Still don't know that one. Grant's. Valentine's. You guys know that one? Hmm. I don't nope. know that one. Seven million no. cases. <laughs> Never heard of it. And number one. Valentine's was number two, right? With seven million cases? Duh. Number one, 14.1 million cases. Don't tell me it's Johnny Walker. (laughs) I'm going to have to tell you it's Johnny Walker. But it's combined with all the Johnnies, though, right? Well, I mean, all the other ones are, you know, you can combine, you know, however many Shivas Regals or whatever. So... Yeah, okay. So Johnny you. Walker's were, were the thing. I'm surprised there's no McKellen on there. That actually surprised oh, yeah. me a lot. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because most people I know are like, oh, I'll take a Mac 10 or whatever. Like, it, it's... 
God. just something you drink. God. So those, those people Snicks have like razor. serious issues if they do, man. Because I don't know people that just go into a bar and order a scotch. Like what? What happened to you? <laughs> what happened to you as a child? How like, bad of a day that, at work did you Seriously, have? That's fucked up, dude. Well, that's it depends. Me, like if I'm sure. at a, if I'm at a steak place, I can totally see myself having a little scotch. Like so, like it depends on the on the environment. Like if I'm just walking into some dive bar and ordering scotch, that's a whole different situation right there. Give me the well scotch. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. If you're in well scotch, you have some issues. <laughs> like, the bitch left me. I need some well oh, scotch. God. I just crashed my car in front yeah. of the bar. Like, everything's going wrong. My dog okay, ran so away. Ha- have you ever done a one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer at a bar? Like, Never. I did it when I was like 21 or 22 Never. just for fun because of the song. No? Never? No, not one time. Wow. I think no. that, that I think that window is passed, though. You're probably never going to do it now. No. Mm. No? Right. I did a Three Wise Men shot. Yeah, I was just going to say yeah, the Three yep, Wise yep, Men, yep, yep. but that, that's my, my... What is that one? Johnny, Jim, and Jose, or... Uh, no, I think Jim, it, Jack, and Johnny. Jim, Jack, and... Yeah. <clears throat> I think Jose, if you add, those are the Force Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, Jim, God. Jack, Johnny, and Jose. Yeah. <laughs> I've had one of those. I've done both. I've only of those. done those. Yep, I've done both of them, <laughs> and it was in one night, and it was that was Sounds my rock like bottom night. Was it at the mm-hmm. runner room? Because that's where I did mine. <laughs> no, God, mine mine was at a very disgraceful place. <laughs> Gosh, huh? the runner room. <laughs> no. Watch your back, yo. Oh my God. Needless to say, I, they played closing time for three hours because they couldn't get me out of the bathroom. Oh my god. Oh, Stop no. it. <laughs> Why did we not hear that in your greatest drunk story? You got a lot of you got know, a lot right? of great drunk stories, apparently. Oh, we got like, four. Excuse me, if you don't leave, you're gonna work here. <laughs> One oh my of god. Us. I don't how did One you guys even like I feel like it would go down and then it would come right back up. Kind of oh, like no. my natty light experience from yeah. last weekend or two whatever, Thanksgiving. The Three Wisemen wasn't bad. Honestly, I drank it, and I was pretty surprised. No, oh, the Four Horsemen was, was horrible. That yeah, was I thought the tequila disgusting. just made everything taste. It just it does, it doesn't better. work. The Three Wisemans aren't bad, though. Yeah, they are. <clears throat> They're not bad. Not bad. They make right. friends. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I might spray a bush with salami. Spray. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that. I just you gotta passed out on my dashboard. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to save Wiley, that, that, yeah. You, I would spray a bush. Like, I want to hear that in a, some more podcasts. I'm spray a bush with salami. <laughs> Good beer name. Yeah, I know, right? Spray a bush with salami red ale. Oh, girl. You guys, I literally left salami ornaments hanging in this bush in the desert after chugging that natty light for the bet that Wiley imposed on all of us here. Wow, so you're the only one that did that then. So yeah, far. you know why? Because I'm a motherfucking champion. So is that it? Are we good then? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. You you guys. All right, good night, folks. That was the most painful chug I have ever done. I had PTSD from college. I got, I probably drank about 26 ounces of the 32. And I completely, I had my cousin stop recording and I ran over to the bush and I just fucking sprayed it. And salami came shooting out of my mouth because I had snacks earlier. Wait, you shotgunned a 32 ounce can or a bottle? So I tried to put my chug buddy on it. I tried, but the chug buddy is only for like 12 ounce cans or 16 ounce. It's not for the 32. They're just a little too big. That was even part of the deal. Why did you do that? Okay. Are you going to buy a six pack of fucking Natty Light? 
Or are you going to buy a a $1.99 tall boy wow. to get it done with? What am I, I, I couldn't I pro- even get that down. Do you think I'm going to drink six of those? What is it, like a whole like 50 cents more for the six pack? Like, yeah, you only need to drink one, one can. Like, I mean, yeah, bought but a can. I could not find a 12 ounce can. Left I was at Albertsons and they had a tall boy and that's what I bought. Ugh. So I could withhold, Ugh. uphold Ugh. my Holy, end of I the feel, I feel so bad bet. for you. That's horrible. Well, yeah, I'm going to feel bad for you for when you do it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me and Sandra will get that done before the end of the year. Okay. <laughs> it's All happening. Right. I actually kind of thought say about what year. We didn't say what year, but yeah. <laughs> I will. Yeah, screw in, you guys. <laughs> in fair disclosure, I did briefly consider, I'm like, oh shit, I'll kind of fuck with everyone. I'll get like Natty Light as my beer of the day and just do, just chug it. But I ain't doing that oh, for the 100th episode. Maybe good. the 101. No, 101. But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I actually okay. have an idea of how I'm going to film right. it. Sancho, we got to get together so I can film you doing doing it dramatically. Yeah. Make it like Oh, like in Texas? One of those? <laughs> Dude, that was pretty, yeah. If only that had been Natty Light, that would be badass. Yeah, it was pretty damn close. No, no, it was a good beer. What was the, that was a blonde, right? I don't, I I don't. It was, it was like one of those Texas blondes, I think. Since then, yeah. So yeah. It was, yeah, I got a video, and it was great. So now pouring the booze cast. So let's talk. You know, now that we have Brittany on the show, let's talk a little bit <laughs> to Brittany since we've had you Hello. on for the whole show again. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. Um, so I know you started with breweries in Hawaii. Right. I mean, yeah, let's, where, let, let me ask you this. Like, I don't, I don't want to be like, you know, that the, the interviewers like, Hey, uh, we're going to really get deep. I'm not going to be Oprah interviewing Adele over here, but <laughs> I mean, what do you, how do you feel about the difference between like when you started back in doing what you did in Hawaii versus now you're an owner and head brewer and like doing your own thing? Like, what have you like, how big is that difference? Like what if, who was the Britney from there versus who the Britney is? now um it's definitely different i'm when i started back in the project in maui it was myself my husband and two other couples and we were approached to help them basically start a brewery in maui none of them knew how to brew beer but they knew they wanted it and so we were kind of brought on as brewers and at the time i was just more of like assistant brewer helping out my husband who was running, you know, the, the head brewery operations and, and all of that. Um, but it was very new to me. So I guess I didn't have a whole lot of like, I don't know if confidence is the right word, but like I was new to the game and at the time there was no chicks anywhere. So it was very different than it is now. Now being head brewer and owner, it's, it's more stressful but it's less stressful at the same time because I'm only answering to myself. So I'm only accountable for myself as far as like, but at the end of the day, if I don't get anything done, it just falls on me tomorrow versus having to answer to someone above me. So I don't know. I, I thrive off chaos and being stressed <laughs> out and being That's busy. Good. So I'm, I like it, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's been a journey for sure. It's been an interesting one. Nice. What would you, uh, advice wise to young Brittany, what would you give advice to young Brittany getting started? Like, what would you be like, Hey, keep this in mind as you're doing it. Um, geez, hard questions. (laughs) Is it? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make it a hard question. I'm just like, Um, I think that'd be like interesting. Like probably 
honestly, just to keep going. Um, I mean, you know, when I started, you guys all know my past. I don't really have to rehash it. But when I started at Ennegrin, I was the only female in Ventura County and most of L.A. And I mean, the guys will tell you we got a lot of laughs about like, oh, you hired a chick. Like, what do you think she's going to do? And um one the thing best that, beer ever. <laughs> no, 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 but one of the one of the things that always, you know, stuck with me is is Chris's defense would always be if she can do the job, she gets the job and she can do the job. So it would be just that just to keep pushing forward and let the bullshit go out one ear out the other and just focus on you. When I remember in the in the um article that we did about you, uh, one of the things that you replied about was uh, something along the lines of like, can she lift like, you know, a sack of grain or a sack of malt or something. And it's funny because that, that metric has come up often with yeah, women well, in the industry is like, Oh, well, can she yeah. lift a sack of malt or yeah. whatever? It's like the like, running joke. Yeah. For some reason that, yeah. but I feel like the people who <clears throat> ask that aren't kidding. And I don't know why that's what is, is the thing. I think no, actually no, that's, like, that's what people have grappled onto though, for sure. Well, it's almost like that's how they compare women in to be a firefighter. Yeah. Well, she can't you, carry the hose. Yeah. If you can't carry the hose or you can't like carry a 200 and something pound person, how are you going to like get them to safety? And it's always this, like they ha- end up making it like a musculoskeletal thing. And yeah. it's stupid. It, ju- it becomes a strength competition. Yeah. You it's know, dumb. but as you've seen in my brewery, you don't have to lift sacks of grain. Oh, you, <laughs> I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I saw yeah, the video yeah. the other day. I was like, <laughs> totally. "That is genius." The little clamps and up uh, it goes. I mean, don't get me wrong. Great. I miss my workouts, you know, back at the Ennegrin days. But I'm not complaining about my nice little lift. Work smarter, so. not harder, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, collaborations and future stuff for Naughty Pine. Who do you want to like? Who would you want to work with? Who would you want to do some collabs with? Who do you like in the next year? Like, what do you like now that you have that, that brewery going, what, what, aside from doing beer and making the brewery awesome, what outside stuff do you want to do now that you got your brewery going? Um, there's a few things. I mean, obviously I'll keep doing my pink boots collab with Brian down at Poseidon, but I'm hoping to also get all of the girls in Ventura up to MySpace for a Pink Boost collab. I literally want to see how many freaking people we can fit into our brewery. And if there's still like some, you know, pandemic stuff, I got a huge patio and we can just shove everybody out that way. Um, nice. I'm here for I it. I definitely like want to get um, together with Beersot. I think that'd be baller. I have a lot of respect for Ashley and Bill and their beer knowledge. Um, and I be so down if in some alternate reality we got like me and Silva Brewing and Firestone together on like some sweet collab. <laughs> that would be sick. But I mean, come on, oh everybody's God. got the everybody's got the one dream that's kind of out of grasp, and then you've got all your only others, for, you know, like only for a certain amount of time. Yeah, um, them and like um, probably like. I really like um, Beachwood. I've nerded out a lot with Julian oh, Chago. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, you can sit and talk beer for hours with that guy. And if you don't know something, you can ask him. And he's super open to just nerd out with you. He doesn't make you feel dumb, you know. 
It's humbling so. though, right? Yeah, yeah so it cool. is. I mean, I don't know. My list could probably go on forever. I'm a beer nerd, but I mean, <clears throat> I'm so much so a beer nerd that like I get totally geeked out when even just like one of the local breweries is like, hey, you want to come like pour at our event here, do this with us? I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah. I do. Like, <laughs> let's do it. So I don't know. I'm just kind of a dork, so. Even just that Friendsgiving at T Hill was, oh my God, it was, dude, awesome. that was so much fun. Yeah, when he yeah. when they they invited me to the Oktoberfest, that was sweet. And then when he said they were doing Friendsgiving too and asked if I wanted to gum, I totally like squealed yeah. out loud inside the brewery. I was eating dinner <laughs> nice. with a friend and I was like, Oh, it sounds so fun. I was like, Oh, oh I just yeah. totally nerded. <laughs> my bad. Nice. Yeah. No, that, that was, was me. Awesome. I nerded. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> That was a great Super event cool. and, a, and like a great amount of people there, like just from the local brewing industry and stuff. Like mm-hmm. yeah. that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I felt like I like saw so many people that I hadn't seen in a minute and then actually really got like a chance to like say hi to people and talk yeah. to them and like catch up. It was nice. It was really nice. We got to yeah. do some more shit like that for sure. Yeah, it was for a nice sure. little event. I mean, I know like reaching out to like the public and your customers, like that's something that's important to me. I try to be at the brewery as much as possible, but also sometimes it's really nice to just get together with all the brewers, you know? Absolutely. So let's look five years down the road. What are you thinking for Naughty Pine? Do you got, do you want multiple locations? Do you want a bigger location? Mm -hmm. Do you want like, are you looking at distribution? Like, what are you thinking? Like, where do you want to go? Um, I know that's a, that's like a, a loaded question. You don't, you don't need um, to answer the whole thing. I'm just saying, like, just generally. I mean, for sure, I want to put some work into the patio, expand it around, make it a little bigger, make it a little nicer. Long-term goals for my, at least my unit right now, would be a lager tank because my lager is just going too fast. I can't brew it enough. And then I'd like to get a second... I guess facility, but not necessarily for tasting more for to finally build out a lab, move the coal box out. Then I could put a second cellar behind the brew house that I have now. Um, distro, not too much in the works. You know, I did that at Ennegrin and it's super cool and awesome to see your beers everywhere, but just not the pace that I want to go at. Um, I will do some local bars and restaurants, the ones that I feel, you know, are important or that I want to be supportive of and vice versa, where I think my customers are really going to be reached as far as another tasting room. I don't know yet. I've had some cool ideas. I've, I've had been approached by some people for some cool ideas. Um, I mean, 25 years down the line, I want to have like my Magnolia home farm, but instead of like the silos, I actually have silos and grain and a brew house and a ranch and animals <laughs> and my house is all on one big plot of land. But, you know, nice. that's a very far distant dream. Well, that sounds amazing. Hey, me too. <clears throat> I'll take that house. That sounds awesome. Right? <laughs> Honestly, though, 25 years will be here when we blink. Oh, I know. Uh, do you want to uh, give all uh, like the socials and website and everything else to make sure that uh, people can follow you and, and, and follow your journey and all the amazing beer that you're making? And get up sure. there and taste some beers. Yeah. Yeah, you have to come out. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, Naughty Pine Brewing. Twitter is Naughty Pine Beer. Uh, Instagram, Naughty Pine Brewing. I'm on TikTok. 
sort of trying my best. <laughs> it's well, most of us, I think, are only sort of on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. These, yeah. These kids make videos in like 30 minutes. That takes me eight hours. It just, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying though. And then website, which is hopefully transferred over soon. You can see the old one right now, but the new one will be up soon. Thanks to yours truly, Wiley. So, yeah. There we go. Yeah, and everybody listening, seriously, check them out. They are one of the newest, best, hottest, delicious breweries in the Ventura County slash LA County area. I definitely frequent them. You guys had a rad Halloween <coughs> event. Dude, I had a great time that Saturday. Was we had the Ninja fun. Turtles there. <laughs> hell yeah, yeah you hell did. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that cupcake pairing was insane too. Oh, that was sweet oh, yeah. oh my, so worth it. I love that. Love we're gonna that do stuff. another one uh, next month, and I think we're gonna try to do it like maybe every third Sunday of the month or something. Oh, so yeah, so in January then. That's my birthday month. Me yeah, and January we'll Big start Wiles. it up and then try to keep doing it like at least we'll once bring a some month. Candles. Awesome. Yeah, there we go. We'll there bring some go. candles. You know, we got uh, Sancho on the 16th, the commission on the 17th, a little birthday uh, cupcake pairing, a naughty pine. Tell you what. Are you at one of those fun bad. ages where you can switch your candles around and it makes you younger? <laughs> uh, I'm not. If I switch <laughs> Shit, my candles no. around this year, it will age me by 10 years. <laughs> oh, no, I do, actually. I'm going to be 43, so yeah, I'll be 30. Yeah, you're going to be 34. That'd be rad. That'd See, be I'll be awesome. 43 Let's, if I switch my yeah, candles. Yeah, I, I cannot. <laughs> I'm not going to say what my age is going to be. <laughs> yeah, ew. If I switched mine, I'd be 73. Yeah, if I switched Whoa. mine, I could like yeah. get like See, early bird like special. Years right now. Grandma yeah. Coley. Ew, yeah. stop it. No. Blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna keep me let young me, forever. Let me take my dentures out first. <laughs> I might have some Worthers here for you. Want to suck on it? Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh, stop it! Sorry, Whoa. sorry. This conversation got. Don't really all grandmas far. have Worthers though? Like, and oh like not even god. speaking dirty, yeah, but most of them. I feel like Worthers, like that's like the thing. So yeah, <laughs> sorry. It is. <laughs> But uh, make sure to uh, go follow uh, Brittany. And um, also, you guys have a, um, a New Year's Eve uh, party coming up as well. So oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Go, nice. uh, go get in on that. Big all-inclusive event. Yeah, so it should be pretty good. good. Yeah, good go. times. The Commish. Coley Wyman, Sandro Alevalo, The Booze Cast. All right, so we're going to wrap up uh, this show. Um, I know we're kind of getting, we're getting long in the tooth here, but uh, we're going to wrap it up real quick with a fourth announces update. We have not updated in a while, so... Um, we're going to get that out there. You heard us allude a little bit and talk a little bit of shit earlier about, uh, fantasy football. So let's, uh, let everyone know what's going on with the fourth announces fantasy league here on the booze cast. Uh, let's talk about the current standings, uh, in first place, guru Smith Schuster. He knocked off, uh, otters like anal, uh, or <laughs> good old otter orth, uh, is at number two. <laughs> The Kamish, Philip Livers, in at number three. Sancho, Sancho, you've made a, you've, you've stormed back. Uh, you are now number four, the Gridiron uh, Grundle. All right, I'll take that. Nice. Jimmy G Unit from the Craft Beer Republic, old Greg Jones over there is at number five. Our former, 
former Florida man, uh, the Pudge Abides, Zach, comes in number six. Nick's nice team out there. Big Dick Nick. <laughs> He's not in last place, so he gets the Big Dick Nick moniker this time. He's at number seven. Nice. And coming in at number eight is the one and only uh, Ice Cold Beer, Coley. You're just, just having the time of her life here. Uh, I am. Football. <laughs> T to B. Uh, we, <laughs> you, you need that uh, that drop that Greg took from my chugging video, where he, it's me going, "Oh God, it's so bad," oh, <laughs> and that's man. the drop that he took from my video of chugging the natty light. Yeah, yeah, not wrong, not wrong. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's go over the uh, the people who have won the Carlos Irwin Estevez Memorial Award for shitting the bed. <laughs> Can we not? I think I've won it like eight times. No, you know what? Honestly, uh, it's not so bad in this little breakdown right here. Uh, week eight was Greg Jones, Jimmy G unit. Okay. Only got 67 points that particular week. Ouch. Week nine, the Pudge Abides. Uh, I think with the lowest score that we have had this year at 60.24. Did he not play people? I like, don't know half, what half happened, but like, <laughs> it did not work out. Uh, week 10, ice cold beer. Mm. That's you there, Coley Wyman. Yeah, go figs. Week, week 11 uh, comes back, uh, Pudge Abides. And week 12, the biggest beatdown we've had so far this year, uh, the Gridiron Grundle got yeah. 80.84 oh. points. <laughs> and I beat you, the commish. Philip Livers, one thirty-two yeah. to eighty point eight. Yeah, I got smacked, bro. I like. I found out CD Lamb wasn't playing on a Thursday. That started me off on a bad one, bro. Oh, that My was whole a, team shit the bed so bad that weekend. That there was a uh, too much trip to fame. Was <laughs> Turkey <laughs> was did you dirty? It did. Yeah, but it did me. It did me dirty eventually. All the fucking players, though, man. Come on. Well, to you. To uh, Zach twice, Ice Cold Beer, and also Greg Jones. Congratulations, you have won the Charlie Sheen Award. Winning. The Carlos Irwin Estevez Memorial Award for shitting the bed. Droopy-eyed, armless children. But you love to party. I'm by winning. I don't know, man. I was banging seven gram rocks. <laughs> Maybe bang 10 grams. I don't know, but uh, pull your shit together, man. I'm wow. trying. <laughs> so, anyways, well, that has been Draft 100. There we go. Big hey. shout out to uh, Brittany for coming on our yeah, 100. Thank you so much, yeah, Brittany. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. thanks. Give Wanna that dog Ralph a pet as well. Yeah, Ralph's awesome. Is he hypoallergenic? Because that's yes. what I'm going to. Yeah, there you he go. Is. Nice. He's uh, uh, that's a good looking pooch right there, dude. Right. I, I'm gonna He's get some snuggles in that pooch at some point. Uh, follow us online at Booze League on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us online, boozeleague.com. Uh, you can find all of our drafts on there. Whatever you're listening to us on right now, make sure to subscribe. Rate us as well, it helps the algorithm and does all that other good stuff. Share us with your friends. You can, uh, if you have some uh, any thoughts on uh, anything we've done, shoot us a text message. Shoot us a text message. If you have any thoughts or you are a thought, shoot us a text <laughs> message. A thought. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> uh, 805-892-6116 is how you get in touch with us. 
Um, go ahead and follow Brittany as well, Naughty Pine Brewing. Um, she already uh, told you everything, all the ways to find her. Um, but get out there, and if you're in the area, make sure to stop by there in Westlake and see uh, what's up with her. Ice cold beer, ice underscore, coal underscore, beer underscore. And uh, Sancho is on the Twitters. Yep. Were you Dro805? Just at Dro805. Dro underscore 805. Or is it? Yeah, it's, or is it's either Dro underscore 805 or Dro805. I don't know, man. I can't, like, keep track of all my wheelings and dealings. Either way. Um, yeah. So. It's uh, it's Dro805. All one word. Dro805 on Twitter. And we'd like yeah. to thank all of you for tuning in to us uh, over these uh, 100 drafts. Yeah, man. And uh, That's huge. Cheers to you guys. Like, seriously, like, it's been... It's been awesome, um, and we intend to keep on going. So, anyways, we will see you on Draft 101, hopefully next week. (laughs) All right, right, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Baby, I feel real good, and I wish I would. It's got to be against the